Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What is up, Warriors fans? It's Brady Klopfer with Golden State of Mind, here to talk about Tuesday night's game between the Warriors and the Suns. The Warriors played perhaps the best basketball they've played all year for like a four to five minute stretch in the fourth quarter. And the bulk of the game beyond that was arguably the worst basketball they've ever played. Um, They lost this game. It was close in the final minutes only because of some miraculous play led by Jordan Poole who was making just insane shot after insane shot. Steph Curry had a few huge shots. Andrew Wiggins, it felt like, had a steal on every possession for like three minutes. Um, but even with that, it wasn't enough for them to win. They got they got close-ish. I think six points was the closest they got before the free throw game led the Suns to win 125 to 113. But close or not, Entertaining at the end or not, momentum at the end or not, pretty inexcusable loss. The Warriors were at home. Steph Curry returned after his long absence. Klay Thompson was back after being a late scratch on Saturday. The Suns are free-falling. They were on a six-game losing streak. They were without Devin Booker, without Chris Paul, without DeAndre Ayton. That's in addition to Cameron Johnson, Cameron Payne, Landry Shamit. I'm pretty sure a few other people. Their starting lineup was Dwayne Washington Jr., Torrey Craig, Mikhail Bridges, Dario Saric, and Bismack Biombo. That is all respect to those players who certainly deserve to be playing in the NBA, and all respect to Monty Williams, who is unequivocally one of the best humans in the league and an absolute gem of a person, in addition to being one of the best coaches in the NBA. That is not a team that should be beating a Warriors squad that had their full starting lineup healthy in San Francisco. At the end of an eight-game homestand where the Warriors should be well-rested, should be ready to go. Any loss is inexcusable, and the manner in which they lost is doubly inexcusable because they just played horrible basketball save for again I guess a 12 minute stretch of playing good basketball and like a 4 or 5 minute stretch of playing great basketball it was trouble from the get go um, Clay Thompson was the only player in the Warriors who could score in the fr- first quarter he had 14 of their 26 points everyone else was cold as a snowman 
the offense was just stagnating. They were just settling for jump shot after jump shot, not really trying to get very good looks. Um, little aggression. Really, for for much of this game, the only good looks they were getting on offense were on second-chance points. They had a lot of offensive rebounds in this game, 16 of them, though they also gave up 19. But they had 16 offensive rebounds and a lot of points off of those. Um, credit to Clay and Wiggins. Four and five offensive rebounds, respectively. Those are huge numbers. Andrew Wiggins, five offensive rebounds, zero defensive rebounds. I'm not sure I've ever seen that before, and I am going to look that up on StatHead while we talk and see how many times a player has done that before because that is that's a very funny... That's a very funny statistic by Wiggins. I'm just going to pull it up here while we're talking because why not? Um, but they were doing a really good job of of crashing the glass and, and getting second chance opportunities. And they were not doing anything else defensively. Um, I mean, offensively, excuse me. It was just stagnant. No one was moving the ball. No one was cutting. No one was trying to get a look close to the rim. It was really just catch the ball, look around, take a jump shot, see what happens. Oh, wow. So I still think that's a very funny stat by Wiggins, but it's not even close to unique, to be honest. Um He's not even the first player to do it this year. He's the third player to do it this year. Two players from the Pacers, O'Shea Brissett and Gogo Batadze. Wiggins did it last year. Six offensive rebounds, zero defensive rebounds in a game last year against the Timberwolves. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hundreds of players have done this before. Let's see who the leader is. I'm getting sidetracked because this game was so bad that I need anything to keep me entertained bill lambeer good old bill lambeer against the warriors no less holds the nba record with 11 offensive rebounds to zero defensive rebounds tony batty and marty burns have also had 10 so you're double you double figure people okay that was a weird sidebar if you can't tell by now i really don't want to talk about this warriors game uh, so let's get the rest of it out of the way so we can all move on to better things to do with our lives. Um, in that first quarter, they started to fall apart a little bit defensively as well. We've all seen it with the Warriors this year, the last few years, last decade really. Ever since they've started winning championships and they've gotten their championship swagger that bleeds into frustrating cockiness where there are sometimes where things just aren't going their way and they're just like, eh, not worth the effort to fix it. And that was kind of this game. They weren't playing great defense and they kind of just kind of just had a screw it mentality. And I don't know if it was because they couldn't be bothered to play better or if it was because they were frustrated with the fact that they weren't playing better or if it was because they assumed that they could sleepwalk their way to a victory over such a compromised basketball team. 
Uh, but either way, it was really bad basketball. The Suns went on a 10-0 run to end the first quarter and take a five-point lead. Uh, and then the second quarter was just more of the same. The With Clay on the bench for a while, the he continued to be the only player on the team who could score. So they just didn't score because he wasn't in the game. Uh, and the defense kind of did more of the same. And the Suns rattled off a second 10-0 run, uh, led by 17 at one point in the second quarter. Warriors closed the gap a little bit towards the end, but just incredibly uninspired basketball. And then the third quarter came, and, and the Suns were just blitzed the Warriors out of the gates, quickly pushed the lead to 19. There was a point nearly halfway through the third quarter where Klay Thompson had 21 points, and no other Warrior had more than five points. That's how lackluster everything was. And then the Suns pushed the lead up to 27 near the end of the third quarter, and it kind of looked like the Warriors were going to wave the white towel. And then Jordan Poole, who was awful in the first half, just so awful. And he just decided he wasn't having it anymore. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Made quite a few shots to end the third quarter. Brought the 27-point deficit down to 19 entering the fourth, and then they started catching momentum and riding it in the fourth quarter. And Chase Center, which had dropped a few boos earlier in the game, started to rock. Everything was getting pretty exciting. Everyone was having a good time, and, and the Warriors just started mounting a comeback. Poole kept making shots. Steph Curry started to make some wild shots. The defense clamped down. And as the deficit started to evaporate, you could see the Suns' inexperience coming into play. Um, you could see them panicking a little bit. A team that just hasn't been here that much before with their stars out. Um, and the turnovers in the fourth quarter were just almost hilarious. It was... It was reminiscent of, you know, when you're in high school, when, like, the varsity team scrimmages the JV team and they just kind of know that they can do whatever they want. And the Warriors started just trapping, full-court pressing, full-court pressure even when they weren't pressing, and they just were ripping the ball away from the Suns, basically. And you could just kind of see the Suns deflating and watching the clock and seeing if they could milk the lead long enough. Um, and what came back to bite the Warriors in some regards was 
building that championship mentality because Damian Lee, who got his championship ring before the game, celebrating four years with the Warriors plus a fifth year playing in the G League for the Santa Cruz Warriors, And he showed off that championship medal that he had learned with the Warriors. And he was kind of their Phoenix's stabilizing force towards the end. The the player who understood how to take care of the ball, understood how to slow the game down and, and not do stupid things. He made six free throws once the game turned into that sort of a thing. He finished a perfect 14 of 14 from the free throw line. Um... And afterwards, you know, was interviewed by TNT and had obviously very sweet things to say about the organization. Um, but you could tell. You could tell he he wanted it. He even mentioned it was the game he circled on the calendar when the schedule came out. Um, this was one he wanted. I'm guessing the organization didn't make much of an effort to bring him back since he signed a veteran's minimum contract with Phoenix. So, you know, I'm sure he wanted to show them I'm sure there's a little competition with his teammates and old friends and certainly with his brother-in-law and Steph Curry. Um, and he, he really was kind of that stabilizing veteran championship presence for the Suns that, that led them to victory in the final minutes when the Warriors were fighting like hell to get back into it. Um, again, Wiggins, some amazing steals in the final minutes. Poole... Just some ridiculous shots. He ended up with a really nice game despite, again, being horrible in the first half. But he finished with 27 points on 8 for 15 shooting, 4 for 7 on threes, 7 of 8 on free throws, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, just 2 turnovers. Um, Probably the best warrior in this game. But as it is, they lose 125 to 113. Finish the homestand just 5 and 3. Again, pretty pretty awful loss. They're now 0-3 against the Suns this year. They lost the first game by 29 points, the second game by 11, and this game by 12. But again, that 12 doesn't really accurately portray how bad this game was. So right now, Phoenix is not looking like a team the Warriors uh, want to be facing. Now they head off on a five-game road trip. It starts on Friday against the Spurs. Uh... In case you missed it, that game celebrating the 50th anniversary of the organization, of the Spurs organization, is going to be at the Alamo Dome. Uh, it's supposed to have about 60,000 fans at the game, which will be an NBA record. Uh, it's going to be on national TV, ESPN, I believe, Friday night. Um, so that, that'll be a really fun game. Hopefully we see a better version of the Warriors. Hopefully they're a little more motivated. Hopefully this game served to knock off some of the rust from Curry and Wiggins, who definitely had a lot of it on. We'll see if they can do something better. Thanks for listening, everyone. Head over to goldenstateofmind.com. More coverage on the game and the upcoming games and all the news and info on your favorite infuriating basketball team.